the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices. I don't have to show you any stinking vices. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Let me go to Fox really quick. Hold on a minute. This is Joe Piscopo, everybody, a, com- uh, a comedian. That was meant it's inexcusable, reprehensible. You think she, by apologizing, probably knowing full well what CNN was going to do, that, that she can make amends here or, or what? I don't know, man. I don't know. I know people on the radio. My radio show, I just speak as a conduit of the people on the yeah. radio. You know, seriously. They, they, they no mercy on that one. So she goes to the next comedy club or next stand-up. I mean, is she going to have to be careful here? Is she a hero here? with could the she, progressive left? Well, maybe? that's exactly it. Yeah, it could could very well be, but I don't think so. And, and I'm telling you, she's a nice gal. That's what leads me to believe is that maybe she was used. Here, hey, I'll do this and we'll put this in. Was it Photoshop? Well, she's also very smart. Yeah. She's not an idiot. Yeah, so yeah but inexcusable. Right. Fine, no fun. Oh, I don't know about that. Neil Cavuto talking with Joe Piscopo on his show, talking about Kathy Griffin. Something else I want you all to consider. I am watching throughout the afternoon. Since this show began, CNN and MSNBS have not talked about this story. CNN's terminating its relationship with Kathy Griffin for the New Year's Eve thing was put out on a Twitter blast. And Anderson Cooper had a tweet. So they're not covering it. MSNBS and CNN are not covering it. CNN created this monster. And I'm not talking about just Griffin and their relationship. I'm talking about CNN and MSNBS and the hatred for Trump that they fuel. You know, that stabbing that happened out in, uh, in Portland, Oregon. That stabbing that happened uh, where uh, this guy was uh, uh, an alleged uh, Muslim hater or something like that. Turns out he wasn't. He hated all faiths. He hated Christians. He hated Jews. He hated Muslims. Uh, He hated Trump. He voted for Stein and Bernie Sanders. But the left wing jumped on it and said, this is what happens when you got a president like Donald Trump. When Kathy Griffin does what she did, this is what happens when you have outlets like CNN. This is what happens when you have outlets like MSNBS that feed and foment hate. The home of hate on cable news is CNN and MSNBS. 
they're not covering it. Gee, I wonder why. I wonder why. If this had been resident Barack Obama, somebody holding up a bloodied resident Barack Obama head on, um, on video, do you think CNN and MSNBS would ignore it the way they're ignoring what Kathy Griffin did? Do you think they would be ignoring it? Of course they wouldn't. Because that fits in with their agenda. They would like to paint all right-wingers as violent. But when one of their own delivers once again on what we all know to be true, that the real home of hate in this country is the left wing, that we know that the real perpetrators of violence, whether it be on the floor of the Texas House, whether it be on the college campus at Berkeley, or whether it be Kathy Griffin doing some dumbass thing in front of the cameras. The home for hate and violence in the United States of America is the sole purview of the American left. And CNN can't be bothered to report on that. And MSNBS can't be bothered to report on that. Because that would be actually reporting on what's going on. It would run afoul of their ideology. You heard me. The ideology practiced by CNN. The ideology practiced by MSNBS. And they would also take some sort of ownership or culpability. Instead, they just ignore it. These individuals who run these networks foment this hatred and when it reaches its apex, when it comes to its natural conclusion, oh, it wasn't us. Oh, it wasn't us. Oh, we're going to terminate our relationship with Kathy Griffin. Oh, we're just going to ignore it, says MSNBS. News. Sure. Did you guys hear Scott Pelley is out at CBS Evening News? So it's, it's rumored, according to page six, that he had a disagreement with his boss. I mean, what do biased liberal hacks argue about <laughs> in a newsroom? Uh, you, weren't, you weren't unfair enough to Donald Trump? <laughs> Is that what they get an argument about? Now, let me give you another example of what I mean. I mentioned the Texas House. You guys, I told you about this story yesterday where it came out that the Democrat a guy by the name of Poncho Nevares, and we have nicknamed him Poncho. <laughs> not Poncho, not Poncho, but Poncho. Poncho Nevares admitted, as is, has been reported by the Daily Caller, admitted that he, quote, shoved around his GOP colleague. He initiated the violence as the modern-day liberal tends to do. So, upon covering this story, CNN's Kate, is it, how do you pronounce this woman's name? Is it Bolden? Bolden? Boldwan? It's, it's B-O-L-D-U-A-N. I don't watch her, <laughs> so I have no idea how she pronounces her name. I mean, attractive enough, don't get me wrong. She's not terrible to look at. She's just a kook. And 
listen to what she says constitutes democracy in action. Look, I mean, it's like in some strange way, democracy in action. Protesters speaking out and protesters and them trading strange words and almost fists and punches on the state house floor. Uh, yeah, you know, no, it wasn't almost. It actually, the physicality did happen. You know, here's here's CNN's finest, Kate Boudouin or Bolden or whatever. You know, that, that's democracy in action, violence. Democracy in action, violence, no, sweetheart. That's just the opposite of democracy. That's just the opposite of a civilized society. And it's what you folks over at CNN are pushing. It's what you at folks at CNN and MSNBS and left-wing biased news outlets have been pushing since the election of Donald Trump. Pure, unadulterated hatred. And if if Donald Trump is responsible for that nutcase out in Portland, Oregon, who was a Jill Stein voter and a Bernie Sanders voter, if Donald Trump's responsible for that, then CNN and MSNBS and all you other folks in the biased press, you're responsible for Kathy Griffin. And the violence we see on America's streets. And the, and the violence perpetrated by Democrats in places like the Texas House. I'll be back in a minute. It's the Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. Broadcasting with Latin flair. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Chris Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, tomorrow we got Senator Ted Cruz coming on the program, and one of the things I want to talk to him about is uh, the GOP and just how committed are they to, to doing anything? Just how committed is the GOP to reversing left-wing extremism that we've endured these last eight years? I don't know that they are. Just how committed are they of ridding us of Obamacare? That is, that is a, a failure on every front, on every front. Michael Needham was having a conversation with uh, Chris Wallace this last weekend. And Chris Wallace posed a question to Mr. Needham detailing some statistics about the failure of Obamacare. Some Senate Republicans are talking about just giving up on health care and moving straight to tax reform. It would be a mistake. I mean, the American health care system is collapsing under Obamacare. Why would it be a mistake? See, the more I think about this, 
I, I wish the Republican senators would do nothing. The problem with liberal extremists like Barack Obama and his, and his political party, the problem is, is that there are always grown-ups who get elected to fix their mess. And the American people are never, are never brought to, to face the ramifications of their mistake. And Barack Obama was probably one of the biggest mistakes this country ever made. I mean, it, there was, there have been some pretty serious mistakes that this country has made. I mean, slavery was a mistake. Um, the Jim Crow laws were a mistake. Uh, the tax, uh, the the ability, the income tax was a mistake. And Barack Obama was a huge mistake. And we're going to be, and I told you guys this before, we're going to be paying for years, decades for that mistake. I, I am not in the mood, and, and, and trust me, it, this is going to harm me. This is going to harm all of you. This is going to harm every man, woman, and child in the United States by allowing the Democrats' vision for health care to come to fruition. Let it hit. Let it do what it was designed to do, which is harm the United States of America. Destroy the traitorous insurance companies. Let it do, let it do its work. And then when the American people realize they can't get seen by a doctor when the American people realize that I've got Obamacare insurance and it does and it's meaningless and it's meaningless. Then, then the epiphany will happen. Oh my gosh, what a fool I've been to believe liberal promises that are never kept. I'm, I'm not in the mood to bail out left-wing extremists. So unlike Michael Needham, who says, well, it'd be a mistake because Obamacare's collapsing. Look, Republicans, the Republicans can't even agree. You've got, you've got Republicans in that Senate who are just as every bit of statist as Barack Obama is. And they call themselves Republicans. They've bought the idea that government must be involved in your health care, to which I say, screw you. You're wrong. You're dead wrong. You can't, you people up there on Capitol Hill can't even do your damn jobs. You guys realize this? That these so-called leaders, these elected leaders, are responsible for running up $20 trillion in debt? And they, and they want to pretend that they're capable of solving the health care issues? Come on. And remember, I, I said healthcare. I didn't say health insurance. I said healthcare. There's a difference. I don't even think these these idiots know the difference. And I'm being bipartisan. I don't think they know the difference between health insurance and healthcare. I honestly don't. Or they're praying you don't. So I got to, as much as I am a big fan of Michael Needham, uh, I think he's right on most things, 99.9% of the time. I'm disagreeing with him in this one. I don't think it'd be a mistake to let Obamacare continue to, to harm. Now, 
there is a political calculation. I think this is where Michael was going. That the Republicans, if they can't get anything done on Obamacare, something they've campaigned on for the last seven years, I mean, they, they really do show how worthless they really are, don't they? Don't they? I mean, really. I, We're going to repeal and replace Obamacare. We're going to repeal. Where's your plan? We don't have a plan. We didn't anticipate on winning. <laughs> That's where we are. That's where we are. These people are no more qualified than you or me to solve this problem. I, let, me, uh, let me say that again. These people are no more qualified than you or me to solve the problem they created. It, only in the minds of Washington can you say, oh, look at the disaster they created. They're the only ones who can get us out of it. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. The reason why we had Obamacare is because Republicans like Mitch McConnell were lazy and didn't come up with a Republican alternative to fixing health care. And, and we, thought, we thought it was because Mitch had some master plan. Mitch had some master plan of, uh, well, uh, Obamacare will fail and people will see. Well, you know, he didn't. Because now, now you've got the Republican caucus who got elected on repealing and replacing the damn thing. When really what they needed to do was to offer America an alternative. And, and to speak eloquently about why state control over your health care is a really bad idea. And saying that government has a role in this is really a bad idea. But he didn't. I remember talking with... Uh, Congressman Michael Burgess, and he and I were lamenting the fact that Republicans, even back when Obamacare was being de debated, should have come together and had an alternative. They couldn't come together back then. Fast forward today, guess what? Newsflash, they still can't come together. This is the, you know, the, the left-wingers, the Democrats... They are unified. Now, they're, they're fewer in number, and they've been decimated across the country because they're Obama's party. They're the anti-American party. They're the anti-rule of law party. They're the anti-Jewish state party. They're the anti-prosperity party. That's the, the American people are rejecting all of that. But you've got the Keystone Cops in the GOP. One of the chief clowns, John McCain, who got reelected. Bob Corker, another clown. These people, these people don't have the brains God gave a soda biscuit when it comes to solving complex issues. You, if you really want to screw up health care, let government fix it. The answer is, is simple after all. The free market. The free and open market will allow resources to flow where resources need to flow too. And now, now granted, you're not going to be able to trade influence. You're not going to be able to enrich yourself off the public dole, off the public dime. Yes, but the healthcare issue will work itself out. And the American people, the people you're allegedly there to represent, they will be further ahead.
Now, there is one Democrat. Remember I mentioned that, uh, that stabbing by that kook out in Portland? That, that stabbing caught the attention of the racist anti-Semitic Congressman Keith Ellison. He is the vice chair of the Democrat National Committee, folks. This racist anti-Semite by the name of Keith Ellison. Uh, Keith Ellison wanted blacks and whites to live separately. Yeah, real, real shining example of a, of a liberal. Mr. Ellison saw that one of the individuals had been stabbed uh, was not receiving care. Our health care system, wrote Keith Ellison, is so cruel. One of the heroes of the Portland stabbing has to crowdfund his life-saving medical care. Now, think about this. There's something wrong with his statement there. Our health care system is so cruel, one of the heroes of the Portland stabbing has to crowdfund his life-saving medical care. What's wrong with that statement? Why did Keith Ellison delete that tweet? I'll tell you about it coming up next. The Salcedo Show. 888-900-3393. The Chris Salcedo Show. On the Blaze Radio Network. Show. Did you guys figure it out? Uh, welcome back, everybody. It's Chris Salcedo's show, and I am happy you have tuned in. I am your liberty-loving Latino. Do not confuse me with loudmouth leftist Latinos out there. I actually love the country. Keith Ellison tweets out, Our health care system is so cruel. One of the heroes of the Portland stabbing has to crowdfund his life-saving medical care. What's wrong with that? Well, it didn't escape the notice of many of Keith Ellison's political opposition, and they let him have it on Twitter, that the current health care system that we are burdened with here in the United States is courtesy of resident Barack Obama and his political party, the Democrats. It's called Obamacare. So Keith Ellison hastily took down the tweet, but not before it was screen captured and not before so many people called out Mr. Ellison on his rank hypocrisy. I mean, not only is the man a racist and an anti-Semite, but also he's a, he's a hypocrite. Uh, he's a liberal. I mean, <laughs> that, that's kind of redundant, isn't it? But... Did, did Keith Ellison actually do this unintentionally? Was this really a screw-up? I'm, I'm perfectly willing to entertain that, that idea. I mean, again, he is a progressive. I, I am fully prepared to admit that he's a screw-up. But Keith Ellison, the, the racist anti-Semite, has been on somewhat of a... Democrat repair bent since the departure of resident Obama out of the Oval Office. 
recognizing that resident Obama did immense damage to the Democrat party, immense damage. Some are speculating it's irreparable that they have become that you might as well just name them a socialist party because that's, that's who and what they are. The anti-American socialist party. So Keith Ellison, along with his, his boss over at the DNC, have set up on some sort of a reform effort to separate the Democrat Party from Obama. That's why the Democrat Party is recruiting, trying to recruit veterans to run as Democrats. Because those veterans have a different message than the anti-American kook Barack Obama. A very different message of, of fighting for country, the best interests of the country, and not, you know, and, and, and putting their lives in the line for their countrymen. It's a different message than the Democrat Party has had these last eight years. So maybe Keith Ellison tweeted that out to slam Obama and then hastily took it down saying, and, and you know, he was willing to take the hit. Now, look, look, maybe I'm giving Keith Ellison way too much credit. But remember what he said a little, little under a month ago about resident Obama. Barack Obama could have been a better party leader. And I think that the fact that he um, wasn't, uh, has put his legacy in jeopardy. We lost a lot of state house seats, governorships, secretaries of states. His true legacy is in danger, and I think that he can't say that it wasn't he wasn't part of those losses. I mean, who else? <laughs> who else indeed? Who else in, he was the, he's the leader of the Democrat Party for the last 8 years. And the Democrat Party lost over 1,200 seats across the country. A wholesale decimation of the Democrat Party as they abandoned white working class males, as they abandoned middle America, and they threw in with radicalized Islamic fundamentalist terrorists in Iran, as they threw in with communists in Cuba, in Cuba and Venezuela, as they threw in with Vladimir Putin making sure that he could conquer Crimea without opposition and making sure that he had 20% of the United States uranium stockpile. That's the legacy of Barack Obama. And maybe, maybe they're trying to, to separate from that because they recognize that Mr. Obama was the architect of their terrible electoral outcomes for these last eight years. Now, I, again, I, I, want, I can concede, folks, I'm probably giving Keith Ellison way too much credit for thinking like this. I'm just, I, I want you guys to leave the, the possibility open that the racist anti-Semite might be thinking tactically and trying to backhandedly inform Democrats, we realize just how badly we screwed up on health care. And we're going to try to blame it on the Republicans, but it, this, it could be, or it could be he's just a moron. <laughs> I mean, I, I, either possibility is real. Uh, speaking of left-wingers and Obamacare, Dick Durbin was on Fox News Sunday this weekend, and 
was forced to admit that Democrats really screwed the pooch when it came to imposing Obamacare on this nation. But Obamacare has its own problems. You heard Senator Cassidy mention some of them. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas City just announced this week that it has lost $100 million through 2016 and that it is going to pull out of exchanges. That means that in 25 counties in western Missouri, they may have no insurer at all. Doesn't something have to be done dramatically? No insurer at all. Thank you, Democrats. Thank you, resident Barack Obama. Thank you, Nancy Pelosi. Thank you to every single Democrat who voted for Obamacare. No choice in health care at all. <laughs> it's just a few million Americans. What does Keith Ellison care? What does Nancy Pelosi care? What does Obama care? Well, it should be. First, we ought to have an administration that supports our health care system. Supports your health care system? Your health care system is a failure. What do you mean support? Donald Trump has kept up every financial obligation of, of Obamacare until its repeal. He has done nothing to undermine Obamacare. What the Trump administration has done since day one is to find ways to cut off support for our current health care system. For example... Give us an example, Dick Durbin. Uh, lack of advertising, for example. Li lack of advertising. You know what that is? Now, Chris Wallace didn't ask him of this, which either Chris Wallace didn't know or didn't want to embarrass Dick Durbin. How many days did Donald Trump cut off advertising? What he's talking about is the advertising for open enrollment on Obamacare. And indeed, Donald Trump did cut off some time for the advertising. You know, you know how many days? Four. Four days. Dick Durbin is looking at America straight in the eye and saying, because we didn't get four days of advertising, that's why Obamacare is collapsing. Because Donald Trump, being in office, what? Where are we at? Uh, four months? Being in office four or five months. Because he didn't advertise for four days, Obamacare is collapsing. Now, there are some there there are some liberal constituencies who will believe that. Most common sense individuals will say, well, wait a minute. If if I if if I can collapse the Democrats' health care system by not advertising for four days, is that really a good health care system? Is that really a good one, Dick Durbin? Bring new people on board so we have larger insurance pools and, and lower premiums. Uh, we have to have uh, an effort made to sustain the current system uh, while we repair it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Repair it? Repair what? This is Democrat perfection. You guys assured us that it would lower our premiums. That it would save the average family of four $2,500 a year. That if you liked your doctor, you could keep your doctor, Dick Durbin. That if you liked your plan, you could keep your plan, Dick Durbin. These are all the, these are all the promises your party made, Dick Durbin, when you imposed it on the nation against the will of the American people. These are the promises you made, sir. What do you mean, repair it? This is the best thing since sliced bread, according to you libs. Now, we all know you guys didn't even read the bill. 
we know that, but why let facts get in the way? We shouldn't be sabotaging it. But and let's look at the wait, bottom wait, line wait, here. Uh, what the Republicans Senator Durbin, let me just point out, when Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas City says they've lost $100 million through 2016, you can't blame that on Trump. He wasn't president. No, of course it, it is not a situation where the, <laughs> the system we have is perfect, and it isn't. I voted for it, uh-huh. and it needs to be repaired. Uh-huh. I voted for it. It's not perfect. I voted for it. <laughs> well, you know what, Dick Durbin? It's, it's far from not perfect. It's a failure. And it's failing. Now, I, I want Dick Durbin to show up to those, those districts around the country where there is no choice, meaning you have just one insurer, or no choices, zero insurers, and I want him to say, well, we, we understand the law is not perfect. Oh, by the way, they're all compelled by Dick Durbin's law to buy insurance, but none are available. But you got to buy it or pay a fine. I would like Dick Durbin to show up to those districts and say, well, you know, it's, it's not perfect. <laughs> and I, I, I want every Democrat to show up to all of those. And by the way, those districts are going to grow. This is why, folks, I think the Senate would do well to do nothing. The Republicans can say, and the House could say, look, we did our best. It's the dysfunctional Senate. All those Democrats in the Senate who thwarted everything. And by the time 2018 hits, Obamacare will be in full collapse. Oh, I... I hope Mitch McConnell is smarter than he has shown himself to be when he was blaming talk radio for all of his woes. Back in a minute, the Chris Salcedo Show, right here on The Blaze. Telling the truth. It's one of those jobs American liberals won't do. That's why we need the liberty-loving Latino Chris Salcedo. The Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. I was just thinking about something. You folks in Minnesota, uh, Senator Al Franken, Stuart Smalley, is going to uh, keep his date with, with Kathy Griffin, uh, the, the ISIS representative of the, of the progressive movement. <laughs> is, uh, is this what you all value up there in Minnesota? This which, is this what you all uh, what you're all about up in Minnesota? Just asking. Is is Al Franken representing all of you? Oh, hey, you guys elected that that whack job Jesse Ventura. I'm sure that <laughs> maybe uh, maybe uh, it is what is represented up there in Minnesota. Just saying. Last thing I want to talk to you guys about is something that's, that's rather serious. Do you know the term FGM? Stands for female genital mutilation. This is undertaken by certain segments of Islam. And it's a procedure that rather gruesomely 
cuts off a certain part of the female anatomy that's in the nether region. I don't want to get too graphic. I know the kids are out out of school and uh, some of you may be listening with kids close by. But look up female genital mutilation and you will be aghast that this is going on in the United States of America. It's been going on in, in Muslim majority countries for, for years. And a representative by the name of Heather Shiraki in Maine wants to stop it, wants to make it a class B crime to do this sort of thing to a young girl. And it, it, it is, it is barbarism to the highest order folks. It is just, it is, it is a, uh, uh, I can't even come up with an adjective to describe it. How inhuman, how subhuman it is. So you'd think there'd be universal praise for such an initiative to say, look, not in our state. We don't want, no, 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 no. You, you do not get to undertake this war on women. It's, this, is, this is an actual war on women, by the way, folks, where, where their genitalia is mutilated. Well, you'd think it was universally praised, but no, not if you're the American Civil Liberties Union of Maine. Uh, the ACLU of Maine staunchly opposes protecting young women from female genital mutilation. This, according to an ACLU spokesman, Om Shri uh, Mara Sigaham. Uh, said that the risk of mutilation isn't worth expanding Maine's criminal code. That shows you how important women are to the ACLU. Hey, remember everybody, a society's worth is not measured by how much power is seized by an out-of-control government, but rather how much power is reserved for we the people. Have yourselves a fantastic day, folks. Back here tomorrow, Thursday, on The Blaze. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze Radio Network. Uh.